0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com. What a great schluss it is that throughout the entire world on virtually every continent, we are all united learning the Torah of Per I would like to thank Torah Anytime for all of their efforts throughout the entire world. May they continue. I would also like to thank Chazak. An organizations very close to my heart. May they continue reaching out across the globe. Our Shir is on Perkiovos, the second Perek, the fourth Mishnah. Our Mishnah begins. hoya Oimer, he used to say, You should make the will of Hashem as your own will. Not the fact that a person could say, well, Hashem wants to do this. Uh, if that's what Hashem wants, so then I'll try to do it. No. If Hashem wants to do it, I want to do it. The great Slonimer used to say in Yiddish, if Hashem, if you want it, vil I want the same exact thing that you want. If you don't want it, Hashem, Ichvel I don't want it either. That is an important idea. A person asked for something, and they don't get it. They should know that it is a bracha, they didn't get it. Or a person that asked for something, and they did get it. They have to be careful, because they have to utilize it in the proper way. That's the idea, that we always are looking towards Hashem and Hashem's will. First, it takes a great deal of emunah bitochen, emunah, how does a person acquire Muna? How does a person get great faith in Hashem? How do we know that all the rotson, that everything that Hashem wants in this world, I should want exactly the same because it's the best for me and it's the best for this entire world. So what we learn is, it says in Chavakuk, very interesting Pasuk, Tzadik B'amunoso yichya, it Tzadik, will live in their emunah. The great Rebbe Nachman Me'uman, Lekutim Maran, says it will come a generation that even the tzaddikim, even the righteous people, will need emunah. They will need faith. It was explained by the great Mimer Mordechai, Harav Mordechai Schwab. He says a very interesting idea, that one time he was together with the great tzaddik, Rebel Wasserman, Sadik Hashemin It was in London, and there Rebel Chonon was out in the street. He saw that Rebel Chonon would look, and he would say a very interesting thing, especially one time when they asked somebody in the street for directions. They asked him, could you tell me how to get to this place? And the person gave them directions. Rebel Chonon said, the person out in the street, the person you don't know from the Amim, and they give you directions, and you have Emuna that what they told you is correct, you'll start in that kivun, you'll start in that direction. The Melech, Ma'olcheyam Lochim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us directions, tells us the whole Shulchan Aruch, gives us the entire Talmud, gives us the Chumash, the Medrash, the Zoyar, all that we have, a person has to have big emuna in Hashem and in every word. <coughs> that is our job in this world. That is our job in emuna. And in fact, it's fascinating that the great Saba Mikelm, the Altar of Kelm said, whatever a person needs more is abundant in this world. A person needs water. There's a lot of water in this world. We need air. There's a lot of air in this world. The same thing is Ruchnius. Shabakina. In Ruchnius and spirituality, I need Amuna. So what does it say? There is an abundance of Amuna in the world. Amuna is all over. Why? Because we need Amuna for life. We need Amuna to go on. We need Emunah in the Golos, and the exile. We need Emunah when it's difficult, when there are challenges. Sometimes in order to get up off the bed in the morning, it takes great Emunah. It takes Emunah that we're going to pass a certain tekufa in life and that things will get better. It takes Amunna from parents that their children, chas v'shalem. That may be a little bit wayward, that are maybe not doing that great right now. It takes a Shalema, that one day they will be, one day they'll go past it, one day they will heal. That's Muna. That is what Hashem requires of us. And so the Out of Kelm says it's all over. It's like air. I have to be able just to grab it, and I can. There are so many different times that a person can get muna. An individual here's a good word, get muna. You go out and you see a beautiful rose. You see the trees and how they're barren in the wintertime and then all of a sudden the leaves appear and the changing of the colors in the fall. How beautiful it is. That's muna. A person has a chushis, it's real-time emuna. The birth of a baby is emunah. A person can pick up a lot of emuna just in the air. Go to see a tzadek. go to see a tzadek. there's tremendous amuna. Amuna schachomim, go, get emuna. you'll be able to see it, go to the tish. Go to the Tzaddik, go to the Roshiva, go to the Rebetzin. There you'll see great Emunah. They just came out with a sefer I saw in the bookstore on Rebetzin, Vichna Kaplan in English. It's an unbelievable thing. She brought Beis Yaakov Torah learning to these shores and she established a Moised, an institution, L'Shem L'tiferes, that has graduated thousands and thousands of the top it's unbelievable. They just came out with book with her, How a Person Should Take a Look at It. There's a book on our Mora Murok. Great Mora Murak. Do you know what she did for this world? Do you know how many generations she educated? How many girls passed through her guidance and were able to go on to become great members in society? People that would contribute, people that would do chesed, people that would teach. It's unbelievable. Our mora in uniform. The book is a must read. The book on Vichna Kaplan is a must read. These are great Revitans that showed the way. There is a Muna that a person can pick up just by looking in this world, breathing in the air, going and seeing a good Misa somebody who's Ibergegebin, someone who has Messira's nepesh for Torah. And it depends how much a person believes. There was a man a little bit earlier this year, and the man told me that his sister's a kala, but she has a physical problem, and she's afraid that at the chasana, her forthcoming chasana, that something's going to happen in the middle and she may not be able to continue to be at the chasana, that the suda, it may be a little bit too much for her. He said, is there any way you could give a bracha? I said, of course. He said, could the kala come into you? I said, of course. Bring her. Okay. But I might have a different member of my family come instead of me. I said, oh, that's okay, as long as the person has Emunah Shalema. <laughs> uh, Rabbi, that person's not like me. I'm not sure they have Muna Shalema in the whole thing. I said, if that's so, I need to have you. You have Muna Shalema. With Muna we can accomplish the world without Muna I'm afraid we won't be able to accomplish. He said, okay, I will take off the day. I'll take off the day of work. He brought in the kala. I gave to the bracha kala. I gave to her a brucha. Whatever is possible for me to do, I did. However, interesting thing, the kala said, is it possible for me to have a special tefillah on the day of the chasana?" I said, of course. I gave to her a special tefillah. She went home and memorized that tefillah. She memorized every word of the tefillah. And the tefillah is a couple pages. Her brother called me up and told me that she memorized it. I said, wow. She took it very seriously. The brother said, I want you to know She was afraid if she forgets the paper or the paper gets lost or she's too nervous. What will happen? She wanted to make sure that she has that tefillah for the day of her chuppah. On the day of the chuppah, all went well. Not only did she make it straight through the wedding, but at the end, it went into overtime. They had to pay the band. They had to pay the people because the wedding was so Lebedic it didn't end. That's a Muna. That is a person who has strong Gamuna. Even in those things that we think may not work out quite well, that's a Muna Tahira. There was a Kala and the Kala came one time to me and she was afraid that there would not be enough money for her marriage. And she said, we have a very difficult decision to make the Hassan and I, and we would like to both come in to you. I said, please. Chosan and Kalu came in, and they said, should we call off the wedding and wait till we have more money so that we're sure that we can pay everybody? I said to them, the answer that Rav Shach gave many years ago, no wedding is postponed for any reason. As soon as a person can make it, they should not to delay, not to leave any room, but rather to make it zirizi Le mitzvahs. If you want to do a uh, mitzvah, don't wait, don't delay it. Do it. Take up a miyad. You want to give it tztoker? Give the tztoker. You want to learn? Learn now. Don't wait. You want to daven? Daven early. Don't daven later. You want to say? Tell him, Finish it now. You want to sponsor something, don't wait a day. Sponsor it immediately. I just got a very interesting Shila, a Shila that came on the phone, and that is that a person sponsored a day in learning. Beautiful. It was for a yard site. So the individual told me that the only problem is that the a yeshiva had called, <coughs> and the yeshiva was calling them about something else, the parents. The parents said, by the way, we never received like a notice or a certificate about the day that we sponsored in learning. The yeshiva called them back. We're sorry. There was a terrible mistake. Uh, we apologize, but we did not advertise that that day was, Le'iloy Nishmas was dedicated. And if you would like, uh, we'll make it up to you in whichever way you want. The couple called me up. They wanted to know, Since the yeshiva was willing to give them another day where they would put up the signs and they would advertise and it would go in the newsletter, should they save it for the next yard site and just use it then? I said, No, you got the schus already. It doesn't matter whether they have the signs, whether you dedicated, you didn't dedicate, it doesn't matter. In Gan Eden, they don't read the sign on the wall. The sign on the wall is for Olam Azeh. It's for everybody living in that particular city. In Gan Eden, they don't need it. Hashem doesn't need anybody to keep cheshven. Your money was given. Last year's schus was last year. I don't want to take it away. Next year's schus, Be'ezu Hashem Misparach. You should have plenty of money, plenty of Parnassah. Then you'll do it another time. We are interested in doing whatever we can right now. Mitzvah A mitzvah that comes to your hands that you are able to do, never, ever let it go. Do it immediately. Make sure that you take care of it in a timely manner. So we see that uh, interesting. There was one time a, a young a woman that came to Rav Edelstein, Shlita, the great uh, tzaddik, and he asked him, I want to ask you a question. Uh, I would like to get a bocher, a bocher that is a normal bocher, a regular bocher, but I have a physical problem. And I don't know how I could get a bocher that is regular. Could you possibly help? Rav Edelstein said, uh, Well, let me ask you a question. Are you willing to give something up? She said, well, I tell you the truth. uh, I really don't have anything I could give up. I got a telephone and uh, I see different things on it, but I need the telephone for work. It's very important that I have this telephone for work. The Rebbe says to her, uh, you got to make Akrava you got to make some kind of a sacrifice. What are you going to do? So finally she says, I will tell them at work, I want just a simple kosher phone. I'll make that kravah. Rebbe. I could get a normal bacher." Yes. She gave it up. A while later, there was a man that came to him. And this person had gone through an illness. And now had a refuah shalema, but everybody heard about the illness, and everyone is now afraid to be meshadech with this individual. So he came to Rav and he said, what do I do? Rav said, "Bezer HaShem everything will be okay. The Bacher said, but I'm nervous. I- I'm nervous about it. You know, I was uh, once, you know, I don't want uh, anything should go Rav Edelson said, I'll tell you what to do. Every day of your life, do a chesed. Don't let one day pass by without doing a chesed. One day, help somebody with their packages. Another day, give somebody a ride. Another day, give tzedakah. Another day, help in the yeshiva. Another day, do some achnososachim. Make sure that every single day there is a chesed. A chesed with your own two hands, with your own feet, with your own koichas. He said, okay, I'll be makabal. Rav Edelstein said, you know something? I may have a kala for you. The kala is the young woman that came to him and said how much that she wants to have a regular shidduch. She needs a little bit of assistance in life. Rav Edelstein said, if you marry her, you'll be able to help her every day. You will be able to do what I suggested, and it will be excuse for you. They met each other. Immediately, they hit it off, and it was a shidduch. That is the idea that a person gets from living with a Muna. Living with Emunah, Hashem will take care of us. Emunah in Parnaso, big time Emun and Parnaso. I had an individual that asked me a question, are you allowed to take Miser off in advance, in advance of making the money? Person's going to make $1,000 next week. They want to know, can I take $100 off right now to give it for Tzedakah? The answer is, yes. The Chassam Soy for Paskins, that a person is allowed to take money in advance and give it to Myser. Because then the money that's going to come in is already going to be gebenched. It will be money that is blessed. Also, a very interesting idea. Hine'a Kodesh Baruch Mashpia Hashem gives to us the koyach of emunah, the power of emunah, in order that we believe in Hashem. However, it's interesting. We know that Hashem is one, ain oid milvado, there is none other than Him. Everything that Hashem does for us is for the best. So there are two different madragas, two different levels in a munna. There's a pshuta. There's a Muna that an individual has in the world, I believe with a perfect faith. And by the way, uh, the interesting thing is that when the great Sadiqim, including the Altum Kelm, used to go Anima Amin Bemuna shlema, he would accent the word Shlema, Anima Amin Bemuna shlema, A complete amunah, an amunah without any doubts, an amunah without any cracks, an Amuna that is whole. That is the Amuna. I believe, I believe in Hashem, I believe in Meshachid Kainu, Unkain Shilas, Unkain without any doubt, without any question. I believe that everything will be well. I believe the that anything that Hashem does in this world is for the good. So it would accent the word Shlema complete. One is I believe with a simple belief. The second is, emunah It is a belief that is tangible. It's a belief that I know 1,000% without any question that whatever happens in this world is good. I believe that Hashem can help and will help. Ho that Hashem will always be here and that we have a schus we have a great merit. Those that are maminim, those that believe. Everybody believes, but it has to be real, filled belief. The great lelever Rebbe once came to his son, and he dressed up in a bear suit with the skin and the head of the bear, and he knocks on the door. Loud knocking. The son opens up the door, and the Lelever raises his hands. The son got very scared. The Lelever said, "Do you have that much fear from Hashem? The fear that you would have from a bear? Do you have that fear from Hashem? Is it chil or other yochesun? Is it that a person is seized with trembling when they talk about Hashem, when they realize that Hashem is the Dayan?" Is the judge is the shofet kola Oilom over all the world? That's when a person has to feel it. I had one time a, a very interesting, uh, very interesting offer. Somebody asked me if I would pray for them. They would like to pay money. <laughs> it does not cost any money. I'd be happy to daven for anyone. Give me your name, give me your mother's name, send it in. Before Yom Tov, a lot, a lot of people, I have lists that are sent to me. I'd be happy to do it. So the person says, could you pay? Could I pay you in order to daven for me? So I said, well, you don't have to pay me. I'd be happy to daven. Give me your name, give me your mother's name. And he said, uh, no, you see, like, I'm doing something that's not 100% correct. So I would like you to daven that nothing should happen to me. I said to him, if you're doing something that's not 100% correct, then how's my tefillah going to help? Davening helps when you do the right thing. If a person endangers themselves by doing something that's not proper, then chas v'shalim, what could happen to the individual, may not be protected by the davenant. It could protect it. I said, the better idea would be, let's talk about what you want to do. Let's see if we could clear it out. Let's see if we can refine it so that you don't have to do it. I promise I will daven for you anyhow. I promise I'll pray for you. We see that sometimes an individual is valuing tefillah, even when they know that there are other parts of their life that are not correct. I had one time, uh, for my mother, Sichrona Levrojo, I and the family had somebody that helped her in the old age, that used to take care of her when she wasn't well. And I would come into that uh, place and she would ask me different questions. Various questions about Judaism and the Jewish people and so forth. And I would always wonder, what was her interest in it? The last time that I saw this woman, it was already at the end. Before she left, knowing that she might not see me again, she said, Rabbi, I want to ask you, would you pray for me? I said to her, yes, I'll pray for you. What's your name? She gave me her name. Rabbi, you're really going to pray for me? I said, I told you I would. I will pray for you. And I did pray for her. I was in Hungary in Budapest. I got a call from the States that this woman, about a year later, was trying to get in touch with me. I called her. She said, I have something that belongs to the Jewish people and I need to return it immediately when we be back in the States. And I told her, in approximately three days I'll be back. I came back. On the fourth day, there was a special delivery to the house. There was a box. The box had inside of it straw. I sifted through the straw And then I found a beautiful Yad, a pointer for the Sefer Torah. In it was a letter. I want you to know that I thought bad about all the Jewish people. My parents were in Germany on the night of Kristallnacht, when the shoals were broken, when there was so much destruction that was wrought, when the Tuma started to surface, We went and we saw that in one of the piles there was this silver piece, an antique piece. I was a little baby and at that time my parents, they went and they grabbed it out and they saved it. They took it from the Jews. And I had so many bad stories about the Jews that I heard. However, when I saw you and your family, the way you treated your mama, the way you treated me, the respect, the dignity, the refinement, I realized that I had the wrong impression and I had been told lies about the Jewish people. So, she writes at the bottom, I would like to return this pointer, this piece of antique Judaica to the Jewish people. I took that particular Yad and we use it in shul, and I've used it in a couple of different places. Emunah, belief and faith will do for each and every individual even the person from the Amin that has belief and says, will you pray for me? Even that is the Ikar Let us all be mechazik our amuna